I'm so glad you've joined me for today's Live to Love Scripture Encouragement. I'm Norm Wakefield. Behold how God has loved us. John 18, 28. Then they led Jesus from Caiaphas into the Praetorium, and it was early. And they themselves did not enter into the Praetorium so that they would not be defiled, but might eat the Passover. Jesus left out the mock trial at Caiaphas' house, where the Sanhedrin, the high priests, scribes, and Pharisees could not even find two witnesses who could agree to their trumped-up charges against Jesus. John was primarily concerned with the Gentile audience, so he wanted to highlight the role of the Romans in Jesus' death. The Praetorium was the Antonia Fortress built by Herod the Great in 35 BC and named after his friend Mark Antony. It was home to the cohort of soldiers that were present at Jesus' arrest. John was showing that this conspiracy against Jesus was both Jewish and Roman. The Jewish officials could not enter the Praetorium and follow the laws of cleanliness to observe the Passover. Did you notice that it was early? Claudia, Pilate's wife, had a dream about Jesus the night before the trial. That's Thursday night. This means that Caiaphas, the only Jewish official who had access to Pilate, had privately met with Pilate after meeting with Judas to get Pilate's cooperation in condemning Jesus in a mock trial early the next morning. So the Jews had to apprehend Jesus on Thursday night, try him and find him guilty of the death penalty, with Roman cooperation and contrary to Jewish law. Then the prearranged plan was to bring him to Pilate. There they would stage another mock trial and get him condemned, sentenced, and killed as quickly as possible on Friday before Passover. For Claudia to have the dream, she had to know of the scheme against Jesus on Thursday night, which is why she warned Pilate to have nothing to do with this innocent man. Pilate's agreement to meet them in the Praetorium was a very unusual, out-of-character concession. Typically, a preliminary investigation would take place in his palace, and then the case would be passed on to an appointed judex or judge to formally hear and prosecute the case. Pilate agreed to forego the law and due process in order to accommodate the Jews' need for urgency. Furthermore, there was no way the Jews would have known Pilate would hear their case at six in the morning if it had not already been arranged on Thursday night. Pilate was a willing accomplice to the plot. This was no trial. Pilate was the hitman selected by Caiaphas. From the time of Jesus' arrest, he knew what was going to happen. He knew he would not get a fair trial. He knew Caiaphas and the Romans had conspired against him. He knew he was going to be turned over to the Romans and become our Redeemer and Savior. As we read about the trial, sentencing, and execution of Jesus, let us remember we are witnessing the supreme expression of divine love revealed in the history of mankind. This was necessary so we might be forgiven of all our sins. And having experienced total forgiveness, we might love much. Our living to love with Jesus for the glory of God is what is in God's view as the Father allows Satan to have his way with every participant in the story. From Judas to Peter, Annas, Caiaphas, the Sanhedrin, Pilate, Herod, and the Roman soldiers, and you and me. Behold how God has loved us. If you haven't already visited our website, livetolovewithjesus.com, I hope you will. You'll find some resources there to help encourage you to be a disciple of Jesus Christ and live to love with Him.